Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. What's up? This is Michael Rapport. You are now listening to a brand new premium primetime podcast, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast in primetime. Three Ps, premium primetime podcast. Kawhi Leonard has been traded to the Toronto Raptors. We're doing a breakdown of the sickest fucks thus far at the halfway point of 2018 and more banana hammock tales from South Beach, Miami. Miles Jordan, let me get something funky in prime time. All right. Premium primetime podcasting. That's what you're listening to. Okay, and I'm, 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 I'm jacked the fuck up. I am jacked the fuck up on coffee from Little Havana in Miami Beach. Friend of mine, Steve, took me and my wife on a tour of South Beach, Miami. And I'm not talking about the generic, you know, tour for the tours. He showed me Miami. The cracks, the crevices. And we went to Little Havana. Okay? I got myself a beautiful shirt. Now, I want to try to pronounce this correctly. But I got myself a beautiful, authentic shirt. There's a little spot. Okay? There's a little store. They custom make. Gallo Jettas. I'm not saying it right. 
How do you say it? Gaiovera. Gaiojetta. You know the shirts, the, the, the classic Cuban shirts? I got one. Okay? I'm rocking it Friday night during the broadcast of the Big Three. But the thing that I loved about this place, it's been there forever. The guy uh, fled Cuba, the owner of the store, fled Cuba about 40 years ago when the government shut down his store, came to Miami, opened up this business in Little Havana, which is a, a, a totally Hispanic neighborhood. I like it. They speak Spanish when you go into the restaurants there. It's dope. So I went to this little, this little shirt-making shop. They make shirts, custom shirts, and off-the-rack shirts. Um, and uh, I, I got myself two. Friday night, I will be wearing, I will be debuting my, my shirt while I am in, while I'm, on, while I'm on TV for the big three Friday night. If you're ever in South Beach, Florida, do yourself a favor. Go to Little Havana, which is only about 15 minutes from the shit show on Ocean Avenue. The name of the joint is called Ramon Puig. Like the Los Angeles Dodger Ramon Puig Gallo Better Shops. I know I'm not saying it correctly, but it was, what a, what a nice place. What a fantastic place. What a nice experience. And afterwards, went to this uh, spot in Little Havana called, you know what, I'm, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the place because uh, I'll fuck it up. I'll tweet it and I'll Instagram it. But it, it's, I mean, it was like straight up Cuba. And I had some Cuban coffee, and it got me fucking jacked and racked and ready to go. And it didn't get you, like, jittery. Like, it didn't get you, like, uh, uh, you know, strung out. It was more like Russell Westbrook coffee. You know what I mean? Like, you know how he runs up and down the court? That shit had me, like, I was running up and down the beach. I dove into the fucking ocean afterwards. I'm still jacked up. I'm still whacked out on Cuban coffee right now. So the banana hammock tails are going great down here. My trip has taken a, a complete 180 degree turn since I first got down here. I really do have a sense of why people love Miami and what is special about Miami because I got off the tourist trap. I got off of South Beach, got off all the craziness. I haven't been asked if I want any booger sugar in the last 36 hours. So you know the trip's going great. I don't want any fucking booger sugar. Do I look like the type of person that wants booger sugar? I don't want any fucking booger sugar. Stop asking me. I don't want to get nuts. I don't want to get adventurous with my wife. We don't want to do any of that shit. Stay the fuck away. So this is a premium primetime podcast. Okay, and because I feel like I'm on something, although I'm not, I'm only just jacked up on Cuban coffee, I want to tell you guys something. There's fans, and then there's premium I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast subscribing fans, and I'm talking directly to you fucks right now. You have no fucking idea how much I appreciate you. This is from the bottom of the gringo mandingo's heart. The fact that you fuck with me, the fact that you fuck with Moody, the fact that you fuck with the Dust Brothers, the fact that you fuck with the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast crew means the world to all of us, okay? Just wanted to get that off my highly caffeinated chest. Now, DeMar DeRozan, 
of the Toronto Raptors. I don't know how many times he's been an all-star, but, you know, he's a star. He's an all-star. Multiple all-star teams, at least two, three, maybe one. Who the fuck knows? I think at least two. Um, Traded to the San Antonio Spurs. Apparently, DeMar DeRozan, uh, who has an Instagram account but doesn't post anything but only does Instagram stories. I mean, it's 2018. You're not hiding from anybody. Okay, because if we don't see you on your Instagram account, we see you on other people's Instagram accounts. Grow up, DeMar DeRozan. I fuck with you. I like you. I'm a fan. Get yourself an Instagram account. Open it up and, and cut the shit. Okay, because if you have an Instagram account and you're DeMar DeRozan and it's verified, you're creeping around. Are you a creep, DeMar DeRozan? I don't think you're a creep. I like you. I don't think you're a creep. Post some shit on your Instagram account. You're not fooling anybody because you, you post stories, but you, but, you, but you don't post anything on the main page. You're too cool for that. He got traded. Finally, it's over. I think this is going to be the final dramatic straw of the NBA offseason. He got traded to the San Antonio Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. And if anything is indicative that the NBA is a mainstream 365-day-a-year sport. Last night was the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, and apparently it was a very good Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Went to extra innings. It was exciting. Nobody is discussing it. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares the only thing, the number one story that they're talking about in sports in the middle of July is Kawhi Leonard getting traded from the San Antonio Spurs to the Toronto Raptors. But Kawhi Leonard, this is probably not how you imagined things working themselves out. And you have nobody to blame but your fucking self. Get a publicist, okay? Go to a speech class. Hire LeVar Ball. You need to do something so people can hear you talk. Whether it's you, whether it's LeVar Ball, whether it's your version of LeVar Ball, call me. I'm a fan. But you haven't said shit in about a year. You're not a talkative guy. I get that. Not everybody's a big mouth. I get that. But now you're in fucking Toronto. If you had sort of been on Instagram, talking some shit, go to Stephen A. Smith. Come to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We've had great interviews with Spurs in the past. Go to Chris Broussard. Go to somebody. Kevin Hart. I don't give a fuck who you go to. No one's heard from you. Now you're going to fucking Canada. Now you're going to Canada because you don't want to say anything. You don't want, I don't know what your problem is. But, but now you're just you're being moved around. Grab the NBA by the balls, my friend. You're a young star in this league. There's only one fucking go around are you a fucking mute speak up for yourself stand up for yourself you're going to fucking toronto now now listen the iron rapport stereo podcast is performing in toronto okay i'm looking forward to performing in toronto next week july 26th it's a beautiful city but by all intensive purposes from everything we heard Kawhi leonard Dreamed and really wanted to wind up somewhere in L.A., whether he's with the Clippers or the Lakers. You've said nothing. You've said nothing since your injury. I don't know who the fuck is chirping in your ear. I don't know who the fuck has been doing your braids. But your whole staff isn't correct. Okay? 
Call Stephen A. Smith up. Call Chris Broussard up. You know where to find me. I'm a fan, Kawhi. Take life by the balls, okay? Because now you're going to Toronto. Good team. DeMar DeRozan is pissed. He feels betrayed. Listen, it's a business. It's a business. It's always a business. It always comes down to dollars and cents. DeMar DeRozan, I think, will love playing for Popovich. I think he will be a great San Antonio Spur. And uh, hopefully this is the end. I I need an NBA break. I'm all NBA everything, but I need an NBA break. Okay? I've already started doing mock drafts for fantasy football. Soft. Soft mock drafts for fantasy football. The first week of August, we start the duress mock drafts for fantasy football. You know the routine. Then we do the waterboarding mock drafts for fantasy football, and so on and so on. It gets harder and harder and harder. Speaking of fantasy football, if you haven't seen the picture, and it's of it's today, and it wasn't Photoshopped. It wasn't of Tom Brady in college. It wasn't of Tom Brady when he first got drafted. Tom Brady's body looks like shit. Tom Brady... I think probably, talk about doing a PR move, probably just did the biggest, smartest PR move of his entire career. Tom Brady took a picture with his supermodel wife, Giselle, who apparently has more money than him, shirtless. Tom Brady's body makes me look like the fucking rock. Tom Brady shirtless is is an embarrassment. And I think he got his, his appendix out. He's got an appendix scar. He's got no muscle tone. He's got no hair on his chest. Like, barely any hair on his chest, but there's a few speckles of hair. You either want to be full gorilla like me, like Burt Reynolds, or no hair at all, Tom. Get rid of those few strains of hair. Get yourself some 15-pound dumbbells. Do some shoulder exercises. You're the greatest football player to ever play the game. You look fucking ridiculous, but I think this is the best thing you've ever done for your brand. And white men across the country are in the streets celebrating. They are in the street celebrating because if they go, look at the greatest quarterback ever. His body looks like shit. He's got a mild beer belly. And this has nothing to do with the fact that it's off, uh, that, that it's July and they're not in the season. Tom Brady looks like shit. He should show himself chest naked after every game. That's a fucking inspiration. But it's also misleading. Not everybody is going to have a, a, a body. They're calling it goat body. Because people say he's the GOAT and be able to do what he does. But somehow the greatest football player ever, who I think is 39 or 40, has the body of a 61-year-old Jew. Okay? I don't know how he does it. But he still looks, he looks like, listen, I, I have to figure out. I wonder if you people think that that was a good move. Because he still looks handsome. Still has the, uh, the, the chin and the, the, the jawline and all that stuff and the cheekbones. But the body's embarrassing. Like, I'm down here in South Beach. It's a fact. I am wearing my custom banana hammock. That's a fact. That's a fact. Some people run. Some people are scared. But I am rocking it. I feel confident and comfortable enough to wear a banana hammock on the beaches of Miami. Tom Brady, you can't do that, Duke. You look fucked up. That's real talk. Some might say that I'm body shaming him. I am. I am body shaming you, Duke. You look like shit. But I think it's a good, I think it's an inspiration. Not everybody's going to look like fucking LeBron James. I wish I had the fucking shoulders of LeBron James. I 
wish. Tom Brady wishes he had the shoulders of LeBron James. He's built like a fucking Mack truck, LeBron James. He's the GOAT. It just goes to show that not everybody has to have a crazy physique. I mean, there's women in the NBA who don't get any burn in the NBA that are in better shape than Tom Brady. My librarian is in better shape than Tom Brady. You should see Mr. Barnes, my librarian in Los Angeles. That's right, I go to a library. The librarian's 55 years old. He's fucking cock diesel. All he does is move books and check people into the library. He looks better than Tom Brady with his shirt off. So yes, I am body shaming you, you fuck you. What else is going on here? There's a lot going on. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast in primetime. You know what? We're going to do some fan questions, okay? You know where to find us. The number is 213-457-3704. If you have any questions for us, call us, leave us a voicemail. If you want to be shy, you want to be coy, you can email us at IamRappaportPodcast at gmail.com. But if you want to call us, as some of these people just did, ask a question. If you ask a good question... I'll answer the question on the air. All right. First question. I couldn't understand your name, but this is a great question. Hey, my name is Lindsay. I have a question. Top five hip-hop movies of all time. Go. Listen, if you're going to call the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast hotline, try to enunciate because I want to say your name. Okay? I couldn't understand your name. Your, your question is a great, unusual question, and I am going to start copying asking this question. The question is top five hip-hop movies of all time excellent question i am going to start with wild style needs no introduction probably the first true blue hip-hop movie it's not necessarily yeah it is totally about hip-hop it's a documentary if you have not seen wild style it was released in i believe 1981 or 1982 we never fact check even in premium, even in prime time. Uh, and this is in no order, okay? So, But I am going to go with Wild Style being number one and the most important hip-hop movie to see. Uh, familiarize yourself with this movie. It's a dope-ass uh, 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 window to what it was like in New York City, rapping, breakdancing, graffiti, all that. Number two, House Party, Kid in Play, needs no introduction, game-changing uh, the group, uh, Kid in Play starred in it. Uh, it's a dope, funny movie. Stands the test of time. I heard they're remaking it. I can't remember who's... I think LeBron James has something to do with remaking uh, that movie. What else? Uh, I'm not going to say Beach Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, uh, the documentary that uh, uh, somebody... I can't remember his name directed, um, so I'm going to skip that, uh, although I heard that's really fucking good. Beach Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest. Um, number three, I'll say... Straight out of Compton, needs no introduction. The story of NWA. Um, I'm not going to do movies that have rappers in them because we could go on and on. We could do uh, Juice, uh, you know, anything with Most Def. Um, there's so many documentaries um, that you could choose from, uh, but I'm going to do movies that are essentially about hip hop or that hip have hip hop themes. Um, what else am I going to get? Dave Chappelle's Block Party. I'm sorry, it's a, another documentary. 
and I literally can do top 10 hip-hop documentaries of all time, but that's one of my favorite documentaries of all time. It has to make that list. That's number four. Um, and I'm going to go with Colors, starring Sean Penn, has Ice-T, uh, uh, Colors, Colors. I think it was 1987, 1988, 1987, 1988, um, with Sean Penn and Robert Duvall, depiction of L.A. I mean, we could do movies like... You know, obviously, you know, Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. Um, you know, pff, there's so many fucking movies that could be considered. Above the Rim uh, could be considered How High. You know, Malibu's Most Wanted is a fucking people like that. Pootie Tang. I never liked that movie. Some people love that movie. Belly is definitely a hip hop movie. Um, uh, and I like Paid in Full is a hip hop movie. ATL, Baby Boy. Is a hip-hop movie, but those are my top five hip-hop movies of all time right now, and that's a very good question. Yo, Rat, what up, man? I've been thinking about this Hall of Fame shit with T.O. for a couple of days, and I've almost got myself convinced that it wouldn't be so dramatic of him if Randy Moss didn't get in on the first ballot. Simply like in the podcast, he's talking about he plays every down, breaks runs for his running backs, blocks the receivers, blocks the DBs. All that. Randy Moss never did that shit. He quit on plays. So I think if Randy Moss got put off and wasn't the first battle Hall of Famer, I don't think that T.O. would be doing the holdout or the no-show that he's doing. Let me know what you think. Listen, I can't figure out T.O. I like T.O. We talked about this on the last Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Um, he's one of the greatest of all time. And like Moody said on the last podcast, this is him. He does. He walks to the beat of his own drum. Um, I feel like he's truly blue, truly alienating himself from the NFL forever going forward. Um, so many people pushed and pushed and pushed to get him into the Hall of Fame. It's such an honor. He can absolutely do a ceremony at his college. I get that. But don't shit on the Hall of Fame, especially don't shit on the people and the broadcasters that pushed and pushed and pushed to get you in the Hall of Fame. You could do both things, and I think this just pushes him further away uh, uh, from sort of being... Uh, treated the way he should be and the way he, I think he he wants to be treated by the NFL. So I I, I, I think it's a bad decision. Um, I don't think it's a good decision. I, and, and, you know, whether or not other people got in before him, he finally made it in. It's not like, you know, it's not like he's Pete Rose, you know, where they kicked him out and it took 30 years. It didn't take that long. Um, he's still a young guy. Um, he still has all his faculties about him. And I think he should enjoy it and, and, and go to Canton and, and, and uh, you know, do the celebration. And if you want to do any other celebrations, continue doing it. This is also another good question. Nate. Hi, Michael. This is Nate. Big fan of the show. Would you ever have a guest that you have disagreements with? Uh, perhaps you've had these disagreements with them for a long period of time on your show to, you know, settle everything, bury the hatchet. Big fan of the show. And uh, can't wait for more gold to come out. Thank you. That's a good question. I mean, I don't have that many people on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast that I'd like to have on that I've had disagreements with. Probably the only person that I'd like to have on off the top of my head that I had disagreements with is Bill Simmons, although I don't regret saying what I said. Um, I do feel like that that, was the, that would be a, a, a disagreement or something that I'd like to bury the hatchet about uh uh with with bill simmons because i am a fan of his um i uh i know he has uh denzel washington 
on his newest podcast. And as much as I like hearing uh, Bill Simmons interview people, and I mean this with no disrespects, uh, he has no business interviewing actors. He, he interviews them like he's interviewing um, UFOs. He, he just doesn't interview him correctly. So that's coming from a place of jealousy and constructive criticism. But he'd be the person I think, out of all the people uh, that I've had beefs with, off the top of my head that I'd like to have on the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast to essentially, quote-unquote, bury the hatchet. But I do fuck with Bill Simmons, although I just dissed him again. Um, but I do fuck with him. So uh, those are good questions. Those are good questions. Uh, again, the number is... 213-457-3704. Um, and if you have any questions, you want your uh, voice heard on the air, hit us up. Enunciate. Speak slowly. Speak clearly. Shout-outs are cool. Shout-outs are dope. But questions are even better. Um, and we'll try to get to all of them ASAP. All right, listen. We're at the halfway point. Okay? We are at the halfway point. Point of 2018 if you could believe that shit it's, it's incredible so many things have happened this year good bad and indifferent you know that we don't fact check at the i am Rappaport stereo podcast we try to get it rough rugged and raw and off the cuff but one thing we do need to do is keep track and keep tally and most importantly keep an eye out for all and any Sick fucks of the week. Okay, and because we are at the halfway point of 2018, I am going to give you the bullet points of the sickest fucks thus far of 2018. This award is earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week. This guy is really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the door? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did. What? No. 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 First of all, the Jet Airways male and female pilots who got into the fight while the plane was in air and left the cockpit and attended. You remember those two lunatics? Those are fantastic, sick fucks of the week. The American tourist, okay, who was visiting Thailand. Remember this guy, Stephen Cho? Does that name ring a bell? He took a cocktail of that ooh-wee in some Viagra. He got butt-ass naked and threw his own shit at people while in the airport. Remember Stephen Cho? I do. Does the name Robert Crossland bring out any bad memories? Does that give you the heebie-jeebies from Preston, Ohio? Remember Mr. Crossland, the teacher, junior high science teacher, who fed a puppy to a snapping turtle in front of the students? That sick fuck? Yeah, you're one of the sickest fucks so far of 2018. Louisiana came with 10 sick fucks at once. Ten senators from Louisiana that voted against. Ten senators in 2018 voted against making sex with animals illegal. Ten motherfuckers who are in who are in show. We already covered this, but those guys the, right now, those ten senators that voted against making sex with animals illegal, 
They got my attention. One of the other sickest fucks of 2018 was the guy in Orlando, Florida. You knew Florida was going to be mentioned. He was in downtown Orlando, Florida. Remember this guy? He really thinks he's hard body karate. He was practicing karate in a public park by kicking swans in the head. You sick fuck you. Finally, I have to say that the, the, the Montana woman who broke into the home of her ex-boyfriend's house and forced him to have sex with her at Machete Point, she's also on my hit list as one of the top sick fucks of 2018. And of course, the woman who was in the coffee shop, who went nuts. Uh, I commentated on the video. I narrated the video. She went nuts in the coffee shop uh, over a dispute over the way her latte was put together. And instead of arguing, complaining, asking for a refund, or just walking out of the joint, she decided to pull her pants down, shit, pick up the shit, and then throw it at the kid who made the coffee for her. So thus far, those are some, just some, those are some of the sickest fucks of 2018. All right, see, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast in prime time. I don't talk that much about my brother, Eric, Professor Eric Rappaport. Um, but he's staying at my apartment. Uh, we kind of share it. It's mine. He's staying there. He doesn't have any... The point is this. My brother, Eric, who's 50, okay, he's a professor. Uh, he's got great hygiene. I want to hear if anyone agrees or disagrees with me. My brother, Eric, um, who is 50 years old, he's a professor. We're about the same size. I'm taller than him, but we're generally the same size. He is staying at my apartment, our apartment. Let's just say the Rappaport uh, uh, New York City apartment. And he has no clothes there. I keep clothes there. He lost his bag in flight. Okay? And now he's decided to start wearing my clothes, specifically my underwear and socks. Now, this is my brother. I love him. I don't talk about him much on the podcast because he's above being talked about on this podcast. Okay? I hold him in that regard. But... It made me sick to think that my own brother is walking around the streets of New York City during primetime swamp ass season in my underwear. So I told him, I said, listen, Eric, I love you. You're my brother. Uh, I, I do anything for you. But when you say I do anything for somebody, uh, you got to be careful. I said, take that underwear that you're wearing. Take those socks that you're wearing. Take any of the clothes that you're wearing. And afterwards, either keep them or throw them down the fucking incinerator. Okay. Nobody wants them after you've worn my clothes. Certainly, I don't. Okay, I don't want my swamp ass underwear being worn by my brother. Consequently, uh, making his swamp ass, my swamp ass underwear his swamp ass underwear. Is that weird? Is that weird? A am I a spoiled brat for never wanting to wear or share the same underwear as my brother? Please hit me up. I want to hear your opinions on that. Listen. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast in prime time. The Banana Hammock Tales uh, from South Beach. I am down here in South Beach, Florida. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to do on the next Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but it's going to be a banger. Um, this is the closest we can do right now with live podcasting. I am podcasting this and putting it out. Three Ps, premium, prime time podcasting. I'm out. I'm out.